What's going on, good people? It's Mr. Sean. We return for another episode for the podcast. And for this episode, this is sports news segment. So we're going to go over the MMA fights for the UFC that happened this past weekend, the boxing matches that went over this past weekend, and we're going to go over their uh, college ranking changes again and who's now in the, uh, the playoff race for college. And we're going to talk about the NFL. There's been like a few changes. Um, I've just been waiting to drop it because I luckily I did because I said we got some new news as of you know these past couple of days. So we're gonna go ahead, go ahead and get it started now. We're gonna start off with boxing first. So that's the first segment. So so with boxing, we had our guy Carnelo Alvarez versus Caleb Plant. That was the main event. And that bout ended in the 11th round due to TKO. Um, um, it was after the first knockdown because I got to see the, the good clip of it. Um, Plant got knocked down and he said he wanted he could still continue. People asked why they thought it was a TKO. Let me tell you something. If you watched the the last few minutes before the, the, the last knockdown, which caused the TKO, you do realize um, Caleb Plant never had no guard up. He well, he had a guard up to an extent, but he never threw like no punch. He never fought back. So basically, he just the ref had to call it for his safety. He's like you're not defending yourself. You're yes, you're you're blocking and you're you're holding up a guard, but you're not you're not showing like no no will to like fight. You're not throwing no punches. Like I'm telling, you, he really went from one end of the ring to another, and he just went down. Like so. That's why I say um say he ended up in the you know, round and lost. Now we got a uh we got the next few fighters who had it in favor. God dang even if it went by the by the score points um uh, Alvarez was uh, was ahead. It was basically going to be a unanimous decision unless in the 12th round he got a, a, a knockout, which I don't think that was going to happen. But these are the card readings for all the judges after the time stoppage. We got 98, 92, 97, 93, and 96, 94. Even the sports, CBS Sports had also had it put down as 97, 93. So basically it would have been a unanimous uh when um we even got like a, another person who could probably be another contender for Alvarez Anthony Durrell he he said if you know Alvarez chooses to stay around the middleweight class he can um he'll, he'll stick around and, and try to fight him because here's the thing reason why he's raising his hand up because my man delivered one of the most nastiest uppercuts I've seen in a long time um, he knocked out uh Marcos Hernandez in the fifth round, and this is like his first victory since 2018. And because he lost against uh David Benavita by knockout, um, and he earned a draw against Carmon Davis earlier uh this year. That was the knockout was 2019. This year he 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 got a uh, he got that. So that's one. Now we got uh 
we got um Elvis Rodriguez. He re rebounded from you know his you know his first defeat um some time ago with the fifth round TKO of of one Paulo Romero, and I guess that was the opening fight. So, I guess what was it? Started his he lost by a a major decision to Kenny Sims Jr. So he won, and that's that's mostly what we got. And then we got a, a Ray Vargas that he defeated a Leonardo Biza, be unanimous decision. The whew, this 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 one was just not even close. 99-91-190 and one hundred and ninety. So basically, it was almost like a ten point, almost a whole ten point thing. Now here's the scorecards for everybody who wants to know for um. How did uh how did they score it? So here's how it went for Canelo versus Plant. For the first six rounds, they give Canelo those rounds. Seven, eight, nine, they give um Plant those rounds. And 10, 11, which you know 11 being the TKO, is what is what well the, they score to um you know Canelo. Now, shoot, let's go to the UFC. I'm gonna get the UFC uh the results ready, but we're gonna go ahead and just talk about that that little bit right there. So you see, you know, Canelo is now the first undisputed Mexican champion. He's unified all the belts in the in a middleweight division. With his defeat over Plant, um. So, you know, that congrats to Canelo, but, you know, it's only going to get harder for him. His one loss came to Floyd Mayweather, and he has two draws with 57 wins um, with uh, 39 knockouts. So, you know, it really it really shows that, you know, he's he has a skill set to continue. Um, but who, who knows? I mean, most people really suffer, like, sometimes, sometimes really back-to-back -back losses. But we'll we'll see we'll see if Caleb Plant can make a comeback later on. But I know it's a heavy loss to him because you know you just went twenty one and zero, and now your twenty second fight now you lost after going down two times in one round. Oh, man, but hey, that's how it happens sometimes, man. You're not gonna be able to win them all. So. Let's go ahead and, and run down the the results for you know the USC fight. Okay, so we got a oh good god, it was a lot of fights. I forgot. Shoot. So we got a lot of uh unanimous decision fights, so um so be mindful when I say this, uh so this is what we got. We got Ode Osborne defeats CJ Vargas uh, via unanimous decision, 29-28, 29-28, 29-28. So it was basically he just he just escaped with victory on this one. We got Melissa. God, I'm just gonna say Melissa because I'm not gonna say your last name, sir. Uh, he defeated Bruno's. So via uh unanimous decision, uh same scoring as the last one. Uh we got Dustin Jacobs defeating John Allen via unanimous decision, 
be unanimous decision 28 9 28 29 28 30 27. Then we got the first knockout Chris Barnett defeats Gian uh Benelite. second round TKO kicked punches. Um, then we got another. Oh, well, this is a first round knockout. Ian Guard defeats Jordan Williams via first round knockout with a punch. Um, I'm not gonna say this whole person's whole name. God damn, these people got some names. Uh, Nasso Ibavo defeats Edmund Sheba um, via second round TKO with punches and elbows. Uh, Chris Curtis defeats Phil Hawes uh, via first round TKO. Bobby Green defeats Al Lequinte. Via first round TKO with a punch. Um, Alex Perez defeats Adrius Vigilidis. Uh, via second round knockout with a knee. Justin Justin Gite defeats Michael Chandler via unanimous decision. Ooh, I think I saw this one. I think that's that's the one. That was that was that was a good fight. Those, those two had a lot of respect for each other. It was um same thing as one of the early fights, 29-28, 29-28, 30-27. Yeah, that one went all the way. That was a good fight. They showed a lot of respect to each other. Shane Burgos defeats Billy Quarantillo via unanimous decision, 29-28, Marlo Vega Varga defeats Frankie Edgar via third-round knockout with a kick punches. Rose... Uh, uh, Namajus defeats Willie Zhang via split decision 48 47, 47 48, 49 46. And we got Karma Usman defeats Koba Covington 48 47, 48 47, 49 46. And those are your results. Um, I know like there was some controversy back then with Wheeler. Zang like some some time ago like she felt like she got cheated. This fight I ain't gonna lie, she didn't get cheated. She got beat. She got beat. It was just it was like it was very close. It was close, but I had Rose winning that one. Um, yeah, there was like a lot of close fights. Like a lot of people were not able to put people away. Um. Usman, like I know he he, he really struggled kind of with uh, Covington, but I just had to question one thing: what Covington tried to do, he tried to go for a takedown after being knocked down. Like, like that's that's never a good idea. Because I'm telling you, if, if if Usman had just enough speed and just was able to counter him, he would have knocked them out, knocked them out, or in that in that one round, bro. But that was. The, so the scoring to me that that sounds kind of legit because as I say it, um, Usman had had the better had the better rounds. Now I'm not gonna look up all which rounds this this and that a third, but you know, you guys could just take take a gander at it. Like they they did good. A lot of these fighters did good, but just some you know they came up short. Like the one fight where I said there was a lot of respect for um them. Uh, like Chandler versus uh, Gite, like Gite beat him. He beat him, and there, there, there was no way, like 
as much respect as Chandler had for him, he he got beat. And, you know, you know they had they had to get out of there because them, them boys was hurt. They messed each other up. You know, Covington and Usman they showed a lot of respect to each other. Like even the uh, the ref is is showing a lot of respect like toward towards the two of them. But it's just like you know, you know, despite whatever bad blood they had, they they settled it in the ring, and whoever wins wins, and that's it. Like, and that's what it was, you know. Good thing, good thing by them. Um, so that was a good match. Good matches by by the two of them. Like there was there was some there was some good fight matches uh, this weekend. Now. You're probably sitting here saying, like, oh, for the fight match, they was all pretty good. Well, let's not count our eggs just yet, because when we go to the to the national um, NCAA scores, um, some teams did not fare well. And you're going to find out why I say that, because the rankings have changed again. They changed before I could really, like, get a chance to actually, like, get them in. Um, some teams didn't drop down that much. Some teams did. Uh so, I already told you the last time when I dropped the video uh, for Sports News that Louisiana beat Georgia, Georgia State. So, I'm not going to cover that one, but we gotta, we're going to start off with Pittsburgh versus Duke. Pittsburgh coming up on top, 54-29. Um, Ole Miss beating Liberty, 27-14. UNC giving Wake Forest their first loss, dropping them down to the ranks uh, to 13-58. 55 with a late touchdown score. Um that, that was that was that hurt. That hurt week four is right there. Um Georgia beating Missouri, letting them kick two field goals, 43 3 to 6. Ohio State uh st- staying off a uh, give me good like standoff to Nebraska 26-17. BYU kind of starting to put a hurting on people now again. After some really crucial losses against Idaho, um, 59-14. Norchard Dame beating Navy, 34-6. Baylor taking another big loss to TCU, which I guess people would say would knock them out of the playoff race, um, 30-28. Wisconsin beating up on Bruger. Good God, what's going on with this team? Uh, 52-3. Uh, Merlin getting defeated by Penn State, 31-14. Oklahoma State Beats Virginia 24-3. Um, Texas A&M comes out with a really big victory against Auburn with 20-3. Purdue did it again. Another big upset against a, uh, a top three-ranked opponent. Three-ranked opponent. And that was a team that's also undefeated. Beating Michigan State 40-29. to Cincinnati ranked second. Barely beat Tuscaloosa uh, 28-20. NC State stayed off, had a good standoff against Florida State, 28-14. Coastal beat Georgia Southern, 28-8. Iowa barely escaping with a win against Northwestern, 17-12. Alabama also escaping LSU with a win, 20-14. Michigan making a a big win after a heavy loss uh, last week against Michigan State. They beat uh, Indiana, 29-7. Houston coming out with a big win over South Florida, 54-42. Oregon coming out with a big victory against uh, Washington, 26-16. And 
TSA beating UT EP 44-23. And because, you know, I love giving my game on Clemson, like I always do. Uh, Clemson coming out with a narrow victory. Also, uh, against uh, Louisville, 30-24. Now, a lot of those teams, like I just said, they, they, they escaped with some victories. Uh, Clemson did. Um, who else did? Alabama. Iowa. And a couple others. They barely escaped. I think Cincinnati was the other one. Um, so those teams escaped barely with some, with a win. Like Alabama got started late, um, and they really let, uh, LSU come down, come down the field. They just happened to stand off LSU just like, uh, Clemson did. Like they're, they're not going, they're not really going to be able to do nothing if they try to do that against other teams that know how to score and they know how to get down the field. Um, so that's not going to win. Cincinnati, I don't know what's going on with Cincinnati. They had that good win against Notre Dame, which really put them in the top rankings. Um, but as I'm saying against this, I'm just being honest when I say this. If they face off against any one of those other top teams right now that's in the playoff race, they're going to be beaten bad because they do not put up points. They barely put up points a lot. And that's not a good thing against when you're playing up against teams that know how to put up points like like Oklahoma and Bama and like Georgia, like especially when like some of the defensive teams like Bama, like no, not not Bama right now because they're not doing it that much. Georgia, who's getting a lot of like defensive pressure and a lot of defensive turnovers, they're not going to be able to pull that off against someone like them. And you know, like the fast and like like elusive like offense of Oklahoma like you're not going to do that you're not going to be able to do that and that's just me being honest so Cincinnati has to learn to put up points against other teams like that because really honestly they lucky that this didn't drop them but I'm, I guess I can understand why it didn't drop them because Bama didn't put up a really good performance against LSU LSU is not a bad team they're just a team basically you know you gotta you gotta think about it. And I really don't agree with them letting go of Ed uh Oregon. Um because you gotta understand, he lost all his talent these two years. Jamar Chase just left last year. Well, this you know, this year he's now in the NFL. He lost Justin Jefferson, Joe Burrow, Clyde Edwards Elaire. He lost a lot of good defensive players um last year as well. So it's just like, what do you want him to do? It's a rebuilding phase. The same thing was happening with Clemson as well. Um, I, I still don't agree with them letting him go. But it's like it's like they want him just to repeat him, them having a, a good year. But the thing is, I think they realized he wasn't going to win these games for the remainder of the year because of who he's playing. Like, And he's barely, they're barely losing. So it's not like they're being beat real bad. I think the only time they got really beaten bad was I think when they played Ole Miss. It's like they just made a lot of mental errors. And that's just me being honest. So I don't know, but I know they lost a lot of recruits when they, they let go of Ed. But we're going to see what happens. But um, 
I don't I don't know what's going to happen next week. Well, basically this weekend because I'm gonna see see what we can do, see what other teams can do. But you know, Clemson has uh Connecticut to play this week. But they gotta learn to put up points. Their their biggest thing is the offense is not putting up points. It's not just DJ's fault. It's just the fact that they're not getting down the field. They're missing key key um what would I say? They're missing key like touchdown assignments. Or key like key like good offensive assignments where basically this is like the second time, second, third time that Clips has, has finally gotten over um twenty points. Oh my. Well, that sucks. Oh my. And UConn, I just remember UConn fired their coach. And another coach got fired somewhere else. I forgot. And it's that's a heavy game. I mean, they gotta play the noon game. Um, so there's there's not a lot of time left um for Clemson for this year. But as I will say, I don't think this is gonna be their year. I think this is going to be a really like big fallback year because right now, against like ranked opponents, they have really lost. Um, they've lost to Georgia in in week one. The only uh, the only other time they had a good offensive explosion was against uh, South Carolina State, but they, they're not really they're not really showing that they're Clemson of old. It's going to take them a while to rebuild. And I know they just had another player transfer. And, and I guess like you can also say the transfer portal is hurting Clemson right now because players are just leaving. I think it's just to like make a good standout maybe for next year that, you know, because like, they're, they're, a lot of them are scared. But as I say this, I don't like the transfer portal all that much because I think it gives, because I think it gives players like this idea like, oh, I could just transfer like to other schools and maybe make myself look good. But it's like, bro, you just... This transfer portal right here doesn't make sense to me. Like, I don't understand the players who leave at towards the end of the season. Like, that makes no sense. Why would you leave at the end of the season? The season's almost over in, like, the next three weeks. I guess it's like, oh, well, I want to see it. Maybe if I can transfer to this school and I can get to a bowl game, make myself stand out and look good for the NFL. Like, okay, cool. But let's just say nothing doesn't go your way. Like, like uh, what was his name? Henry Tuatu, who transferred from Tennessee to Bama, that makes a little bit more sense. I mean, I get why he did it, because like he knows Bama's going to get to at least a bowl game. Even if they don't make the playoffs, it's like, okay, cool. But, you know, he's standing tall. But it's like, some transfers are good, but some transfers have transferred and got hurt. Like, I just looked at it right now. Uh, former Clemson running back who transferred away just lost a season from, uh, you know, um with his team so that hurts that doesn't just hurt you that that like it hurts you more than it than it hurts the team because it's like damn you just came here and now you're, you're out for the season it's like that kind of sucks and, and I, I i hate that for players who just they work this hard just to take suffer a really big injury towards the end of the season i hate when that happens for players but we'll, we'll see what happens um uh for this week because we got UNC facing off against Pittsburgh. Can they get another big upset? Because if they get this upset right here, they're knocking Pittsburgh out of, 
you know, the ranking system. You got Cincinnati versus Florida, Mississippi State versus Auburn, Oklahoma versus Baylor. This is going to be Oklahoma's proving ground right here. So I say keep an eye on this game right here. Northwestern versus Wisconsin, Bama versus New Mexico State, Michigan versus Penn State, another good game to watch. Houston versus Temple, Georgia State versus Coastal, Minnesota versus Iowa, Louisiana versus Troy, Georgia versus Tennessee. Keep an eye on that game because this game may get dirty. Uh, Southern Miss versus UTSA. Purdue versus Ohio State. Keep an eye on this game too because let's just say if they do it again, that's three top-ranked teams that they don't did it to. Um, Maryland versus Michigan State. Texas A&M versus Ole Miss. Game to watch as well. Uh, Notre Dame versus Virginia. Northwest. Oh, God damn, I'm about to say Northwestern, but... Uh, NC State versus Wake Forest, another game to watch as an ACC game for the people. And TCU versus Oklahoma State, let's see what what they can do because they just upset somebody last week. Washington State versus Oregon, that's the games for week 11. And that's all our games uh, for the, you know, the, you know, the, the college level. Now let's check the rankings and, and let's see. What everybody's ranking is right now. Um, so the rankings currently right now, after you know, <clears throat> what's going on? There's only really wow. There's only like four four teams that's still ranked that haven't lost. The lowest one is ranked 15 UTSA. They're they've gone with, with nine wins, no losses. Um, you got Oklahoma. With nine wins, no losses. Cincinnati with nine wins, no losses. And Georgia, nine wins, no losses. So let's read them off from 1 to 25, all the top 25 ranks. You got Georgia at number 1, Cincinnati number 2, Alabama number 3, Oklahoma number 4, Oregon number 5, Ohio State number 6, Notre Dame number 7, Michigan 8, Michigan State 8, Michigan 9, Oklahoma State 10, Texas A&M 11, Ole Miss 12, Wake Forest 13, BYU 14, UTSA 15, Auburn 16, Houston 17, Baylor 18, Iowa 19, Wisconsin 20, NC State 21, Coastal 22, Penn State 23, Louisiana 24, and Pittsburgh 25. Um, so those are the teams that are doing well right now in the top phone swipe. We had other teams that fell out the rankings. Uh, like SMU, I told people SMU was not that good. I knew that they were going to lose. I knew that they were going to lose their ranking because they they were ranked twenty three, but they had like a big loss at the end. I kept saying it. SMU was not as good as they think they are because somebody kept asking why does SMU keep moving back and forth towards like the the twenty rankings. I said they're not that good. Um, everybody else is kind of that good. I don't know about UTSA. I don't know who they played to really like show that they're a good team. But a lot of the teams have moved down in the ranks without taking some really crucial losses. So we're going to have to see if some of these teams can hold out for this week. Now, let's go to the NFL rank. I'm, I, like somebody asked me once before, why don't I not do the uh, NBA? I don't really like covering the NBA because it's just too much. Uh, so... 
NFL scores. We got, I mean, there was a lot of games where I actually, I'm going to say I got wrong uh, this week. Uh, last week, I got like five games wrong last week. So, and a lot of them were the games who, that I thought would go into favor of the other team. So, let's start it off with the Jets and the Colts probably putting up one of the highest scoring games uh, this week with the Colts coming out 45-30. Giants beating the Raiders 23-16. Falcons blowing the lead, but getting the lead right back against the Saints 27-25. I expected that. Jaguars versus the Bills 9-6 with Jaguars coming out on top. Thanks to Josh Allen on the Jacksonville Jaguars. Um, Browns putting a beating on the Bengals 41-16. And Patriots putting a beating on 24-6. With the Panthers, uh, we're going to come back to this game real quick. Um, Broncos beating the, the Cowboys 30-16. Ravens beating the Vikings in overtime 34-31. Uh, Dolphins beating the Texans 17-9. Chargers beating the Eagles with a late score 27-24. Chiefs beating the Packers with a low scoring game uh, 13-7. Arizona putting a beating on 49ers 31-17. Uh, Titans um, putting a whooping on the the LA Rams 28-16. And the Steelers coming out with a narrow victory over the Chicago Bears uh, 29-27. Now, I'm going to run it back. Now, you probably wonder why I said, let's wait and see what I'm talking about. Okay, Odell Beckham got released. Deshaun Jackson got released. Deshaun Jackson has now been picked up with the... Um, uh, the the Las Vegas Raiders, but I don't think he played. I think he just got picked up. But, you know, with the loss of Henry Ruggs due to his ignorant ignorant decisions, they lost a really vital piece in their offense. I think Josh Jacobs, I don't know if he's, he's playing because I know he made the same mistake as well earlier this year. But that was a crucial loss. And I think the Giants just got back, back a lot of their players that were hurt. So I think it was uh, Sterling Shepard and uh Davis Tony, um, those players made a comeback this week, so they did really well. Um, Sam Darnold got hurt in the Patriots game, so they're without a starting quarterback. Oh, so we thought we actually have Cam Newton signing with with the Carolina Panthers once again after the removal of uh, of Coach Ron Rivera um, last year or the two years ago. So. We now have Carolina Panthers signing again uh, Cam Newton, which I think they really need that. You know, a lot of those players are familiar with Cam Newton, with DJ Moore um, and Christian McCaffrey really uh, getting under center with their former quarterback once again. I think they're going to be able to rally a little bit more because they did good with Sam Darnold, but it's just like Sam Darnold kind of like lost his mojo again. But... We'll have to wait and see what happens with that. Now, let's go back to some of these other games. Now, somebody, you're wondering why the Chiefs game versus the uh, the Green Bay Packers was a low-scoring game. Well, for one, Aaron Rodgers caught COVID-19, so he's out for two weeks. And another player went out, and they got heavily fined. And uh, so right now, the, the Green Bay Packers are really going to suffer without him. I don't know who I don't know who yet who they're going to play next week, but that's going to be two crucial losses that they did not need to take. If they lose next week, lose this coming weekend up as well. Um, 
this loss to the Chiefs really kind of puts the Chiefs back and getting the Chiefs kind of like sneaking back up into the rankings again. Because uh, right now, a lot of teams around that that five and four ranking right now, like a lot of them are like four and five or five and four. So the light right now, a lot of teams are peeking over that fence line to see if they can sneak sneak their way in there with a couple of victories and a few losses from key key individuals to make their way back up into the rankings. Now remember, the Bengals were top were on the top of the game for the um. Whew, God damn, I'm trying to get it out. Um, they were on top for the, you know, the division at first, thanks to their win, I think, over the Ravens. Um, but now they're basically towards the bottom, which, you know, it's kind of funny. They went from the top to the bottom, like, just that quick with, you know, the Steelers and, and the Browns just basically kind of, like, flipping positions with them. Like, you know, they're, like, switching them from two to three, but it all comes down to who wants it more this weekend um but that that's the, that's a crucial thing now you probably wonder why i said like a lot of games that i said that i thought these teams were going to win uh with the loss of von miller i really thought the denver broncos were not going to be able to show up but apparently i was wrong because them boys showed up big time with a very big victory over the cowboys so like they really rallied um with each other and really got that good victory so that's one thing now another thing the low-scoring game of the Bills, that was probably the lowest-scoring game I've seen in a while. All they think they did was just put up field goals. No offense got touchdowns. But, you know, Trevor Lawrence did get hurt. He got his ankle stepped on. So, you know, I don't know how good he's going to be coming up this week. But Josh Allen versus Josh Allen, which is very funny. Josh Allen on the Jacksonville Jaguars, he deserved Defensive Player of the Week. I don't care what nobody said. He got a sack on the quarterback named Josh Allen. He got a fumble recovery from the same dude, and he intercepted him. He really balled out this weekend. He showed out. Like, he deserves Defensive Player of the Week. I don't care about NFC, AFC. He earns that victory because he showed out that on this game. So that's what I'm going to say. He deserved it because um, he, he came to ball out. Now, Arizona Cardinals were without, um, without uh, you know, Kyler Murray. He was injured, but they it looked like they just didn't need him anyway because they, you know, they really were just getting down the field any, anyway without him. So, you know, they, they was able to stand off the 49ers. Eagles came really close against the Chargers, but, you know, they just... Defenses got to learn to, to hold them leads, try to hold those leads as much as possible. Because basically, you know, Austin Eckler, he, he's, a, he's a hell of a runner. He's not going to go down easily. So, like, they really got to, they really got to, like, show up a little bit more than that. Now, the Vikings, this is, like, I think their second overtime. I know it's, like, the Ravens' third or fourth. Because it's, and this is bad for the Ravens as well. Like, the Ravens, they have got to learn to close out games. They cannot sit here and keep going in overtime, overtime, overtime. Like every other week. Because eventually you're going to end up losing. Now, the, the Falcons, we already know about the Falcons. They need to learn how to close out leads as well. Um, I don't really know what's going to really happen for the Saints because the Saints are without basically their two starters, Taysom Hill and Jameis Winston. So I don't know what's going to happen. They just, they're relying on a bunch of backups. That you know are kind of like fresh into the league. So, you know, that's one thing. And we got the Steelers versus the uh, 
the Bears. Okay, I got to watch this game start to finish. Um, Steelers have got to learn to also close out games like the Ravens. There's, there's no reason why this game should have gotten that close. Mind you, I will admit there were some bad calls for the for the Bears. A lot of missed calls sometimes, but you know, like I don't, I, I really will not. I'm going to say this: the taunting penalty, I do not agree with. I think a lot of people unanimously can agree with that. That taunting penalty against uh against Marsh was kind of messed up, but I can see why they said it. Because I guess it's like you're celebrating, but then you're going to the bench and trying to celebrate or something. But it's like I don't agree with that. It's like he and then his penalty was a game changer because it gave the Pittsburgh Steelers time to go down the field again. But the problem is with the Steelers, bro, you've got to learn to close out games. They literally let the they let the freaking they really let the you know the Chicago Bears come back, almost winning the game. Now, mind you, the angle looks like they hit the crossbar. They actually didn't hit the crossbar. They actually came up very very short. They actually hit hit the goal line. So that, that it was like a whole, maybe like almost like five ten yards short. Don't don't let don't let the don't let the angle confuse you. They was really really off. But as I say, it, it really t they really need to do the they really need to do the due diligence next time and actually close out games. Like they got set up on the short side of the field and they actually got a, over a hundred something penalties on on the on the uh, you know the Bears. But it's like the Bears, I don't know what's wrong with you guys, bro. You had you were without Khalil Mack, which I think would have been a big game changer. And with and with Eddie Jackson, but it's just like, bro, you were letting they basically they should have whooped the Bears. They should have whooped the Bears. But it's like they let the Bears come back and kind of just let them get comfortable. Like, and I know that that's also because Chase Claypool went down again because he got hurt. But you know. You know, we they really gotta learn to you know seal the deal, like get down the field little by little, you know, just chip away at the clock, and you know get the win. But stop, we gotta start letting them get the like. The only reason why I was a little upset is because they kept letting the ball get past them. Like the last touchdown that the Bears got, it should never it should never have happened. But you're letting these guys get down the field. Like we need we need players who know how to like cover that side of the field. Terrell Edmonds is not a good safety. He's a very bad safety because like he's always letting people get behind him too. And you know, that guy really tried his best. You know, I think he did get Brian Robinson hurt. Um But we'll, we'll see what happens. But they they've, they've really got to learn how to close out a game because they're always playing they're playing way too close. And it's like you 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 let you let them it's like I guess I could say this as a Steeler fan. I've seen them start winning games and end up losing games because they gave up the lead. And they it's literally happened in this game too. You had the lead the whole time. And you give it up in the fourth quarter. Like, what are you doing? Why are you giving up the lead? Stop giving up the lead late in the game. Like, if you go and sit here and throw the ball down the field, throw it down the damn field. But stop sitting here like, and the thing is, people going unchecked. Like, Big Ben maybe should have been sacked maybe once or twice, but it's like he really got had people like firing off the middle, like trying to hit him. Like, and he had no blocking. Like, it's like you guys did, like you guys completely forgot what you did in the first half and didn't do it in the second half. Defense and offense, like all together. And we've got to get our hands on the ball. Like Ray Ray McLeod, dude. 
Keep two hands on the fucking ball. You keep fumbling the ball. Like, every time. Like, somebody else need to go back there. Because he keeps doing that. Yeah, I get he's faster. But it's like, my guy keep fumbling the ball. Like, every single time he's doing a pump return. Like, goddamn. Like, dude, you got to do better than that. You've got to do better than that. He's got to do better than that. Because that, that's, just, that's just really... Like, you know, poor management because, like, this guy keeps on making mistakes. And that's how they got one of the other scores earlier, too, because he keeps fumbling the ball. If you know you're going to go down, just go down. Just take the knee. Just take the knee and go down. Instead of trying to fight for more yards and then you lose the ball. Now you're giving the team the short side of the field. Now they scored. Like, come on. Get the ball and go down the dam. Let them just go down. If you see your body take a hit and you know you can't get away. Just take the hit and go down. Stop letting, stop trying to get extra yards, bro. You're not that dude. You're not that dude. You, you, you can't hold on to the ball. Like that, that's all I gotta say. Like, I don't like when players do that. They try to make a whole bunch of moves and miss. And then they they just they cost their team like points because or like a drive because they get the ball and then they fumble it. I, I don't like it. Like the same way with the other guy on Chicago team. You ran the ball all that hard, and then you, and then you was like, you just you saw that you was gonna take a hit, and then you got the ball stripped out of your hand, and Chris Boswell, the damn kicker, recovered it. Dude, what are you doing? Just go down, just go down. I like when players just take the hit and just go down instead of just trying to sit here and try to make a play. And like, yeah, you thought you was probably gonna get 56 yards down the field. Didn't matter because you got 20 some yards, and then you fumble the ball. It's like, come on, dude, that ain't make no sense. Just, just go down. Just take the hit and go down. That, that's what, that's what, that's what returners need to start understanding. That you know, it's better to go down and just take the hit and give your team the opportunity to go down the field, than not giving them the opportunity to get down the field because you fumbled the ball. That's just what I gotta say. But, whew, you, you probably seen it. God dang, man, you had to get that over. Nah, man, it's just I don't, I don't like when returners do that. It's like. If you know you can't get nowhere, just take the fair catch or just take it and just let it hit the end zone. Because, like, them, pe them people are looking to strip the ball out your hands all the time. But that's that's all I got to say about that. Let's go to, um, let's see what games are going to be playing uh, this this week. We got the Ravens versus Dolphins uh, today. We got Saints versus Titans. Uh, Bills versus Jets. Lions versus uh Steelers, Jaguars versus Colts, Buccaneers versus Washington, Browns versus Patriots, Falcons versus Cowboys, Panthers versus Cardinals, Vikings versus Chargers, Seahawks versus Green Bay, um, Eagles versus Broncos, Chiefs versus Raiders, 49ers versus Rams. Oh, also, I hear Russell Wilson may make a comeback um, this Sunday. We will not know yet, but we will not know yet. And also, Adrian Peterson, he did get his uh, first touchdown uh, as a uh, what, as a Tennessee Titans, you know, because he got signed. He got a touchdown. So, it's like, we all know the old man still got it, but he didn't do too much, though. So, but that's basically about it for sports. And so, that covers um, boxing, UFC, NCAA, football, and we've covered, uh, you know, the NBA. Like I said, I uncovered the NBA basketball. 
I mean, damn, I said NBA basketball, like NFL. I don't do the NBA basketball because it's like it's too long. I won't. I'll probably cover that when it gets like maybe like to the playoff times, but like I don't like to cover it when it's like when it's like this this far off. So just just be mindful of that. If you wonder like why I don't ever cover that, that's the reason. So with that being said, uh, y'all know what to do. This is the end of the video. Like and share the content. Rate it five stars wherever you view it. That really helps me get the algorithm better to podcast each and every single day. Make sure to follow that when you know what I do when I do drop my episode. So, whew, like I said, because this, this stuff is, it does take a lot of time for me to do it. Because, like, I got to, like, plan out when I'm going to do it and try to do the best I can. I have to also, a lot of times I do re-record myself a lot. So, it really does help if you guys do those parts. Like, it really does help. I, mean, I think it helps, but it really does help, but... Just like I said, uh, I'm gonna go see the Eternals movie today. I'm gonna go see what it what it's like, and I'm gonna see. I'm trying to remember as much as I can about it, and then try to get an episode recorded for y'all. I'm gonna try to do Dunes again, but because it's like it's like really really hard, because I keep like fumbling over certain parts, so I have to like I, I really like rewatching the movie as as we speak right now. So just be mindful of that. Like I'm gonna try to see that, and I think I can get. Change child of the ten rings and see if I can catch that uh this Friday, and I'll probably try to have that released by this weekend. We're gonna see what happens, but until then, I'll catch y'all next time. Peace.